ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. Here's the voice of the Bears and Aaron Sexton. Joined by Ricky Thompson, it's brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas, two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. Rick, uh, here we go, rolls around again, Baylor and Texas. Maybe a little different this year, isn't it, uh, in that it may be the final time for the uh, foreseeable future. Yeah, John, and when you really think about that, that that's you know we're we're at a real milestone here that has a relationship going back with these two teams and every sport, basketball, football, baseball, soccer, whatever it may be, volleyball, that is just going to go away. And you or I probably never thought we'd see the day when that would happen. So that really adds some uh, uh, some neat aspects to this last game and sure would be nice to finish it off uh, with a win. Uh, yes, and and Coach Aranda has said uh, he can't even count the number of times Baylor people have said, Coach, if you only win one game this year, beat Texas, <laughs> which you can yeah. you can understand that sentiment, can't you? Yeah, I, maybe I was one of them. Yeah, them. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of people that feel that way. Obviously, though, after you win that one, they're going to want another one, just like yeah. me. <laughs> You're not going to be satisfied with it, but. Uh, wouldn't that make a lot of folks day or night? Actually, we finally have a night game again. Right. When uh, to pull that out, and and you know what, we've seen it time and time again when uh, the odds were stacked in the other direction. I know right now you're going into your third game in a row without Blake Shapin. I think that makes a big difference. Uh, Sawyer Robinson's with his third start. I know that he'll be better than he's been the last two weeks just from experience Uh, a lot of pressure on him though to be taking the snaps back there in a game like this and and i know that our fans what i think didn't i see where we have a record student turnout or pull for tickets for this game in the history of mclean i think that's awesome uh everyone i've talked to uh is going to be there so i think our fans are going to show up you know theirs are going to show up So uh, it's going to be a packed house, a lot of noise going both ways, and hopefully that motivates our guys. And I know Texas, you've heard Sarkeesian talk about the target on their back for all these schools. So uh, they're going to be ready to play. I don't think there's any doubt about that. They know what they're walking into. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Coach Aranda hasn't shied away this week from talking to the team about, uh, you know, about the history, about the rivalry, all of that. He let Sean Bell talk to the team earlier this week, you know, because Sean, you know, played here and played against Texas and famously uh, threw a touchdown pass and ran down the field with horns down. (laughs) You remember that? Yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Sean was the perfect guy to talk to the team about that. And uh, he from your perspective, uh, a lot of good memories. I mean, a lot of big Baylor wins through the years over UT. Well, yeah, and, of course, I'm a little bit prejudiced to uh, 74 and go back to that one, and what a day that was. Just unbelievable. It had been so long at that point. And, you know, since that time, the wins against Texas have gotten a lot more regular. If you really talk about this series for the last – 
30 years, it's a lot different than it was uh, for the previous 30. Uh, it was pretty one-sided, and I think since that point, uh, it's been a lot different, and there have been a lot of big wins on the Baylor side against the University of Texas, and it's always a huge win. And I think sometimes maybe on our side, we treat it more as a rivalry than they do, or at least more than they'll admit. But I do know they do not like to lose Baylor. Uh, that's been, a case, been the case for a long time. Uh, that 74 game, the miracle on the Brazos season, that was sort of the seminal moment in that season. Uh, it, it, does that still, I mean, is that really fresh in your mind? I mean, it's been a long time ago. Uh, but how, how uh, you know, how, how much in detail do you remember that day and that win? You know what? I, surprise, I, yeah, a long time. Next year will be 50 years, yeah, believe it or yeah. not. But it's amazing that I was playing college ball when I was 11. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I remember the game very well. Sure. I remember the first half. I remember catches. I remember Neil running into the end zone on the corner. I remember the punt block. I remember how hazy the weather was, yeah. uh, the crowd, how loud it was late in that game. And uh, I, it's funny how you remember some of those things, just about the smell and the feel of games. And I think that's one that all the guys that were there with us that day on our side remember very, very well. And, and in fact, in a lot of detail and – and I can even remember routes, play calls, and what it looked like with the ball coming at you. I mean, it's it's amazing how you have those memories. And I promise you, it's a little bit like Sean throwing that touchdown and running down the field with the horns down. Yeah. I, I bet that is a really fresh memory for him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Well, I'm one that was not at that game in 1974. You know, if you believe everybody that says they were there, we must have had, you know, 200,000 people at that game. <laughs> but uh, but what a great yeah, win. Probably the most well-attended game in Baylor history. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what a great second-half comeback. The block punt kind of got things going and a huge win there. But it didn't stop there. And Coach Taft, in his 21 years, I mean, he was 10 and 11 against uh, the University of Texas. Yeah, he was. And there were a couple in there that were awfully, awfully close, could have gone either way. And I know we all remember, too, I saw this one going to Austin and winning that game 50-7. to Yep to end a dry spell of winning in Austin, and who, have, who would have ever thought that? I remember Robert Blackman had, what, two interception returns for touchdowns. Right. It seemed like Francis was in the backfield all day long, uh, either tackling a running back or taking the quarterback down. So a lot of good memories, and, of course, Texas had a lot of big wins in there, too. They were just a stretch where they were really dominant and, and had the upper hand in that uh, relationship, that – competition but i just think about the most recent years and it's really been a back and forth type uh game between these two teams and the wins and losses just like you said 10 and 11 uh we know doing the browse area some very big wins there uh a couple of wins here at home mm-hmm. uh the last time they played here we had a huge win from them when we were down at the half, and I think what Dijon Robinson had 45 yards rushing, yeah, leading rusher yeah. in the league, and 
we just absolutely shut him down. And I tell you what I remember after that game is he and Dylan Doyle embracing after the game and standing there and talking to each other for it seemed like forever. I'm sure wow. it was only two or three minutes yeah. after that game just about the competition. And that's two guys that had banged heads with the, each other for 60 minutes. And then to see them after the game talk and visit and hug like that, I, I just thought that was really cool. Man, that's good. That's good memory. Well, uh, you know, Baylor and Texas aren't playing, you know, the 113-year history of the series. They're playing 2023 coming up on Saturday. What does Baylor need to do uh, especially well, Rick, and uh, uh, maybe do better than they have in the first three games to get a win Saturday? Well, let's talk about both sides of the ball. I think first, our defense, they're going to have to control Xavier Worthy. This This guy is really good. And I think Wyoming was really in that game with a chance to win until he breaks a little hitch route and goes about 55 yards. And I knew he, I knew he could run. I knew he was fast. It was unbelievable the way he ran away from these guys. So I think, number one, you have to control him. You can't let him break these 50, 60-yard touchdown receptions against us. I think you have to put pressure – on Hewers, I remember last year we had a sack, ended up fumbling, ran it in for a touchdown. Uh, he is a different quarterback when he sits back there with time and throws the football. He will pick you apart uh, much better than he was last year. So I think the pressure on him is key. Offensively, man, we've talked about it, but I just think we've got to get these receivers involved. Uh, the front four of Texas is really, really strong. they got a good linebacking core. They're going to be tough to run against, and I think – Maybe this week we start outside and then come back into the run and uh, get those outside guys involved, have a, have a couple of big plays, give Sawyer some uh, confidence early in the game. And with that, you just you just never know. You get a roll and the underdog uh, makes a couple of plays, then the pressure reverses back to the favorites. And yeah. I'm, I can promise you Texas does not want this game to be close late in the game. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, it'll be fun, and a night game at McLean Stadium. That'll be fun, won't it? Yeah, I, I think back night games, how much fun that Oklahoma game was. Uh, ended up not too well for us. We jumped out, what, 28-3, to three, something like that, and then come back, Jalen Hurts comes back. But just the atmosphere in the stadium was phenomenal. Yeah. It was. That's probably as loud as I ever remembered other than TCU and what was that? 14, I guess, right. when the stadium was new. Those are the two loudest games I think I remember. And uh, that night atmosphere is, I love it. I just, I think particularly early in the year when it's a little bit warmer. And I think Saturday, what, we're back at 95 or so. Yeah, so the heat's back. I think so. <laughs> good, good timing for a night game and uh, uh, really looking forward to it. Yeah, it'd be great. Well, sleep in a little bit on Saturday, and uh, then we'll meet up at the stadium. And uh, appreciate you being on with us today. Thank you. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Thanks, John. Thanks very much. Ricky Thompson, he'll be on the sidelines for us, our broadcast on Saturday. Ricky uh, visiting with us each week thanks to Alliance Bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas. Take a break. When we come back, visit with uh, one of Ricky's old teammates, uh, Ken Quisenberry, will join us when we come back. 
quiz going into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame in the induction banquet coming up November 3rd. We'll visit with him when we return. Thanks for being with us this afternoon. We are brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management, also by DMRA Fine Jewelers. DMRA at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is ESPN Central Texas. 